Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. I just hit Ron in the face with a pillow. No, in, in the eye. <laughs> I mean, he's such a... Well, you said you didn't. Uh, I'm trying I said, to get give going. Me the pillow. I, I know. I can't help it. We got to like, we're on the oh, air I now. I need to get away. I'm going to get Brandy, my little girl dog, and move to Palm Springs in a one bedroom with Brandy and divorce this past. Yes. I can't take him anymore. Oh, he hit me in the eye. Now I'm blind. Oh, you'll be fine. I have a crippled hand. I can't move my finger. <laughs> and Put the pillow behind me, you lesbian. Oh, I can't stand him. How do you want it? Under my ass. Okay. Oh, okay. Here. <laughs> anyway, everybody, here. I don't know. You have to, like, do it with your left I hand. I can't do anything. I'm, I'm like, incapacitated. Oh, my God, how is everybody? So, what's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about that co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Just a minute, I'm adjusting my ass. Okay. okay. Oh, just say hi, just say hi, and then I'll go hi to Hi, everybody. There you go. Oh, then, boy. Then we got the, the, the cool uh, man behind the boards. What's up, Chad Murphy? That was quite the opening, fellas. Oh, what an opening. I mean, really and truly, it's, more, it's a better <laughs> opening than some of my friends when they open. You got to, oh. like, love it. And... Uh, we got people in the chat room. Hello, people in the chat room. What's up? I hope everybody's doing well. We're going to have a fun show today. We've got actor Robert Craighead coming back since we had all those problems the last time. And uh, we've got Alan Frew, the lead singer of the 80s hit sensation Glass Tiger. And uh, 
I'm a huge Glass Tiger fan, so I'm super excited about having him come on the show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Glad everybody tuned in today. And I'm uh, a huge plastic cup fan. Are you really? Why a plastic cup? Did you ever hear of the plastic cups? No, is that a band for real? Well, I never heard of the one you're talking about. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I was like, the Glass Tiger? When, where were they? What year? Um, all through the 80s. 86. You, kn- you know who they are, Chad? Once I played the video, that f- brought me back in a second, yeah. Maybe it will me, too. They're fabulous. One of my it was one of my actually one of my probably top ten favorite bands of the eighties. So I'm super now, excited that I we have. Like Cary Grant with these glasses. These are like Cary Grant glasses. Meanwhile, Jimmy combed my hair. Do I look like a flaming fruit or what? Because I can't use my right hand. See how I am? This is a, de- a deal. Just ugh. He looks fabulous, doesn't he? Look how good he looks, Chad. I look gorgeous. Anyway, yeah, Jimmy did my hair. He combed my hair and he sprayed it, and I look like. A flaming fruit? I don't know what I look like—a woman. All I need is like little button earrings. I could be a school teacher. No, it's fabulous. And look at these guys. That's my wedding tie he has on. That's the tie I got married in. Yeah, I'm gonna choke him with it later. <laughs> so I put it on, so I could strangle him. Oh, this is great. Anyway, anyway yeah, I, I'm I, trying to get into the chat room here. I don't know why I'm having a difficulty. I now. I never wear lavender because lavender is such a sissy color. You know, it's like fairies wear lavender. So I don't like to wear lavender. But everything you're wearing is lavender. Well, that's because I'm a fairy today with this fairy hair comb you gave me. Uh. All I need is all I need is false eyelashes and drop earrings. I can go anywhere, boys. Who in the chat room is Etsy? User Etsy. Etsy. They Etsy. say they love your glasses, the glasses you had oh, on Etsy. that you don't have anymore. Here, I'm putting them on. Etsy. 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 And Illy's in the chat room. Hey, Illy from Estonia. How you hey, doing? Etsy. Um, anyway, we're going to have a fun show today, and I, I'm going to work on the chat room. Talk for a second. Yeah. Would you like to Just talk? Just don't hit the mic bottom because you're making it rock and it's making noise, okay. you amateur. Okay. Oh, I'm out to kill today, boys. It is 24 degrees here, freezing with the wind blowing. The chill factor is zero. And, you know, it's just a horrible day. Yeah, chat. What's the weather like Stop in Florida? Stop it on that thing. I can't you help don't it. Listen. It does it. It does you don't it. hear English. It moves on its own. What, what language do you speak, Homo? <laughs> chat. How cold is it there? Oh, oh my job. goodness! I think it's like mid sixties with the sun direct. Not the cloud in the sky. Probably mid sixties. Really nice out. Yeah, but see, they've got a can't nice. Can't go to the beach. What's up, Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is in the chat room, and I'm gonna guess that user Etsy is. Is goddess. I'm not sure, but she says we look God- sexy and handsome. Goddessa. Handsome. Goddessa. I need color. My face is pale. I need to be in Palm Springs in 80 degrees of weather and my face packed with olive oil. So I get that beautiful Italian glow. But she says you look great in the glasses. Put the glasses yeah. on. All right. This is for goddess. <laughs> Carrie, yes, you said she is goddess. Cary Grant, right, goddess? Yeah, you do look like Cary Grant. I didn't want to say I was going to use virgin Ita- virgin olive oil because I didn't want to upset goddess. Hey, Chad. Hi. Um, Robert Craighead's calling. Is he calling you or is he he's calling me? When I'm calling you. Let's see. Should I add, it says add him to group call. Can I do that or should, I shouldn't do that because you, you need to do it. Well, I thought we were going to do it when we get a break or whatever. Yeah, we will. Like okay, minutes. so let's. I'll uh, I'll tell him. So I wonder if I should send him a message. I'll send okay. Him a message. Okay. Yeah, send him a message. Actually, yeah, Dave Hughes said it was minus thirteen last night in England. <laughs> you know, this this weather is for the. And birds. Goddess says it's beautiful in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it beautiful, Goddess in Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta like love it. I right think it's away, fun. She's beautiful. It's beautiful in Florida. That Goddess bitch. 
Florida like She that, says you uh, need to come to Florida and visit. <laughs> visit? I lived in Florida so many years, I would throw up if I ever went back to Florida. Minus 13, that's like really cold. I'm not a Floridian type person, honey. I like the desert. In fact, I have my realtor looking for a house for us now. We're going to buy she a house. She wrote So Bella. What's that mean? Beautiful. Okay. We're going to buy a house now and move to Palm Springs for the winter. So there you go. We won't be here for the rest of the nasty weather. We hope. We hope. We just have to find a nice house. That's right. I want a house for $29,000. Yes, it'll be nice. And they did. They, she said she found one, and it's out in the desert, and it was just like, you know, like cactus branches and stuff. It just needs a floor because it's sand on the floor. <laughs> and it needs a roof because the sun comes in. It's just like a little oasis of cactus. You got to like it. For, for $29,000, not bad. I think it's like totally like fun. The houses are really cute. They start at five and six and seven hundred thousand dollars. Anybody can afford them, of course. Chad, how cold is it there? I mean, really, it's not really cold. I mean, I'm in shorts and t-shirt, but you know, once you get outside, some people would think it's pretty cold. It's about sixty-five, I guess. I wore fur. Oh, that's fabulous! Right? I I wore fur in Florida when it was sixty. I was freezing. I don't like anything under eighty. The minute it goes under 80, I put on sweaters and stuff all my life. Not because I'm an elderly gentleman, but because I never liked it. I remember my friend Mike Greco, he never ever listens to our show because he's jealous. But anyway, uh, (laughs) I grew up with my friend Mike Greco, not the performer, not the fabulous singer, my friend Mike. And I would call him on the first day of the cold weather and say, I'm driving to Florida, you want to go? And a whole bunch of us guys would get in the car and drive to Florida. You got to love it. I never, even when I was 21, I never liked cold weather. I despise it. Snow is gorgeous as long as I'm inside looking out a window. Yeah, it's supposed to snow tonight, Chad. It was We, we had snow on the weekend. What day was that? Saturday? We had snow Saturday, like a couple of inches of snow Saturday. Right. But it wasn't that cold. But today is cold. This is what's called freezing your collions off. I mean, this is like blue balls forever. <laughs> I mean, if I don't get out of here soon and get to Palm Springs, I'm going to um, throw myself into the snow and freeze and become a frozen fruit. (laughs) Didn't you like that frozen fruit? Anyway, in spite of the fact that I'm in pain, Jimmy and I go to these friggin' massage places where they do therapy, and I was not feeling so bad. After the broad got through with me with the massage, I couldn't walk. My shoulders are killing me. I couldn't sleep. I mean... He was making noises all night. Well, you were too. I mean, you 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 were in agony and pain in your shoulders. Absolutely. So I told Jimmy, loosen your bra, you'll go to sleep. (laughs) His bra was too tight. (laughs) Anyway, we're in pain. No drugs, though. I I haven't taken any more oxycodone because I don't want to get in the habit like some of my friends. But, um, you know, I I wore a tie. See how nice my tie is? Because I haven't worn a tie in like 70 years. And I wanted a tie. We wore one when we got married. Yeah, well, that was was probably the last time. (laughs) Probably the last dime is right. So I thought, you know, let me do a little Vogue thing here. After I finish fixing my mic. Um, You know, a a tie over a a, a collarless shirt could look cool. People are jumping into the chat room now, so we want to give a shout out to to Hannah Clive from the UK. And Goddess Goddess says she's been out of it because 
Her why, li- honey? Why, why, why? Because little Bella died on Monday. It's her seven-year-old Yorkie, which we're very, very Aww. sad to hear that because we love dogs more than we like people. Aww, I'm sorry. So we're very sorry, Goddess, and we're all sending prayer wishes for Bella in her next life. No, she went to the Rainbow Bridge, and she's out there with all of our dogs. She's That's having right. a good time. But you know what you have to do, Angel? You have to get another one immediately because it does soothe the pain. It really does. After Shazam died and Star died, you know, we lost Scooby, two. Scooby. I mean, Scooby, rather. We got Shazam the Maniac. And, and then the when Star died, we got... My beautiful girl, my little... Who's wants to come up here for the show, but I won't let her. I, but she's, she's not eating... She's sitting down underneath. Well, That's pretty good. she may good. start eating the rug, so... You gotta, like, love it. You know. so, yeah. so, Chad. Hi, Captain. How about if we, like, let's go ahead and uh, play a song, and then we can get Robert on the phone. Sounds like an idea. All right, so you guys, we're going to play Someday by Glass Tiger. Uh, uh, Alan Fru, the lead singer of Glass Tiger, is going to be our uh, guest, uh, our second guest. Uh, but I thought you guys would like remember some of these songs, and it might be kind of fun. So this is Someday by Glass Tiger. You ready to go with that, Chad? Hit it. Oh, don't pl- play the video one, not the solo one that he- I sent you, because we're going to play that one when he comes on the show. Of course, flashback, 86 or 80-something. Right, 1980-something. <laughs> this is Glass Tiger's hit, Someday. <laughs>
All right, there you go, Jimbo. All right, everybody, that was Glass Tiger Someday, and... You know, I do know the song. Of course you do. Well, I forgot it because I was about... It sold like 7 million copies. I was copies. about 13 years old yeah, right. when that song came Do you out. remember Glass Tiger, the band Glass Tiger? They had two big hits, Someday, and they had another one called um, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone, and they're a Canadian band. It was in like the late 80s. Anyway, late that's our 80s. second oh. guest. Our second no, in the late eighties, I was totally country by then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we can hear you. So let's do so our how's, intro. How's your, how's your song going? Are you selling? Uh, oh, I, I'm not I mean, really. Are we super... doing anything for you? We no, we're not. Oh doing yeah, anything. oh yeah. I think uh, you know every every song you sell on iTunes, I think you get a one tenth of a cent. I think. You <laughs> yeah. know. I actually, I have a, because uh, you know, I have a PR company, and we're going to introduce you in a second, but I have a PR company, and I work with a bunch of radio stations, so actually, uh, I submitted, there's a station called New York Hits Radio, and I submitted it, and I see it in their Twitter feed all the time, they're playing, like, your songs, because I submitted Oh, wow, they, that's they, cool. They tweet every song that's coming out, so you should, like, find find New York Hits Radio and retweet when they're playing your song. You're one of us. Oh, wow. okay, okay. <laughs> we want to take care of all of our special guests, and you're one of the... That's nice. fantastic, thank you. All nice guests, but some of them don't offer much about themselves. <laughs> you, know, you gotta sort of pry open their legs and scrape it out of their ass. <laughs> so let's do a that's, picture. That's let's, a pleasant picture that you just brought up there, Ron. That's what I think of sometimes with some of these guests. Constipated. They don't answer you anything. All right, so here we go. All right, everybody, now wait, we... Wait, did I ever tell you when I interviewed Cliff Robertson, the Academy Award-winning actor? Love, love Cliff Robertson. Yeah, well, I wanted to kill myself and beat the shit out of him in his chair. I asked him. Really? Yep. Nope. Well, yeah. Well, nope. Yeah, I thought, oh my God, I'm going to die. I got to do an hour of this shit. (laughs) Cliff, I heard your wife is a bitch. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) No, no, he spoke. He said, well, she plays bitches, but she's not a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, you can watch the interview on um, YouTube. YouTube. It's an interesting YouTube. You can watch me melt. All right, so I'm going to check it out. Oh, it's a funny, if you, now that you know the inside dirt, finally I got him to talk and he talked about how Joan Crawford tried to fuck him when he went to her house because she wanted to meet him. They were filming a movie called Autumn Leaves and she wanted to meet her male lead and she was laying in a bed in a terry cloth robe with her leg in the air, naked. Joan Crawford, she wanted Monty, a, a little um, Cliff Robertson. <laughs> and he, sa- he said that his wristwatch, his girlfriend gave him, had a clock in it. And it rang because he had an appointment. And he said, oh, excuse me, Miss Crawford, I have to leave. I have an appointment. So he said he left unscathed. That old bitch dyke. She really did everybody, Crawford. Men, women, anybody. Chad, what happened? Looks like we lost him. We lost him again. I can't. You can. So try again. Try calling him back. That's just funny. That's the same thing we had last time. I hope we don't have that problem and again. And do the intro. We're wasting time. You're wasting like, know, good stuff. I know. I know. Well, we can't use any because I don't, Ron didn't let me do an intro. <laughs> get right to the intro and get, then you get in the beef. Well, All right. Remember what I said to you, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. About yeah, I know, but we can't do that. You talk first, then intro. If you intro, people go away. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Don't even talk <laughs> to him. Just once you come back from the song, don't even have him speak. Just, just go right into the intro and stop wasting time. Let's go. See if you can get him back. I want my right, own everybody. show. So we're really trying to call him back. I want my own show. I'm going to talk to Jimmy about getting me back with Set the Record Straight. I'll bring him all the old stars of Hollywood. No, I'll j- make his network really big. So it looks like he's still online, but it says away. 
Uh oh. It's not working. Oh, I remember last time we had construction going on. We thought it was the construction people. That's why he called. That's why we scheduled him first because it's only noon and the construction people are on lunch. Oh, okay. It's also, the, no, it's so, the blizzard's video. on its way. The blizzard's so on not way. He's in California, though. It doesn't matter. We come from Florida. We're we got Seaboard. no blizzard here. You got no blizzard. What are you talking about, blizzard? No, nothing about the blizzard. There's another blizzard coming tonight into Pennsylvania. Where's Big Robert? Snowstorm. Where's Robert? What part? Okay. Um, see what you can do. Uh, nope. Now it says he's offline. Okay. Okay. So we'll just keep talking and we'll see what happens. Um, wait, oh, it, Chad even sent me a text message. You're wasting time. You need to like get to the intro. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to cut it off from the video, then you're wasting like good material. Yeah, you know? I'll, I'll, I'll put we that don't have in. to. We could put that on before the show. I was telling Jimmy, a very, very important big producer, multi-million dollar and fabulous producer, who is my friend. I won't name her, but she's my good friend. And she said to me, you have to have a cookie before you do an intro. Because people hear intros, they click off and go somewhere else. But give them a little bit of spice. They'll stay with you. Then you do the intro. And that's how I watch television now, and they all do it. Every show I watch, they show you a little bit of the show, and then they go to the headline, the commercial, and all that bullshit. That's, because what, that's what the host does. They lead the audience up by telling them and getting them ready and not showing them yet. And once you hit their name, bam, then you bring out the, the star. Well, this is what we're doing. I mean, I want to do that, where we give our audiences a little bit about what we're doing. I understand and that. Then, so now I'll just, yeah. just turn it on, because what I used to do is put like a little Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell promo up, and when he introduces, then I turn the video over once he says, here's so-and-so, but I just leave the, the what do you call it, the screensaver up while you guys are doing all this. Well, yeah, I like that, the, too. The, the lingo, good. the dialogue we just had was really, very funny. Right. And That's what I'm saying. We, Keep it in the show. We intend, I intend to use that on our Roku station. We're going to come in with that and then go to the introduction. Because people are sur surfing, channel surfing. Some of them don't know who we are. And if they say, Jimmy Star Show, Ron Russell, all that friggin' bullshit, they keep surfing. <laughs> but if they hear, uh, I, your, was your wife a bitch? Uh, they stop right there, baby, and they want to hear whose wife, what's what? more. Uh, don't miss That's that. how you build fans. There you okay. go. So, Chad, yes. is he still not on, not online? That is correct. I got a split wow, lip. Wow, what a weird thing. I got. I hate split lips. What's that mean? Oh, you got a split in it? Yeah, cold out. The cold? The, the cold weather dried my lips mm. out. You can't believe. Like, I went out. It was freezing today, Chad. Like, the the wind was, like, really windy, and it was going through the pant, my pant legs, and I was, like, my legs were freezing. Have you Our built friend a snowman? Eileen, my friend Eileen, you know Eileen, she got chap lips, too. So I told her to sit in a bucket of Epsom salt. I knew that so was coming. I knew that. Was I knew coming. that was coming too. <laughs> yeah, Epsom salt. Eileen <laughs> told me to make sure that we tell everyone hi for her because she's getting her hair done because she's leaving for London, the UK tomorrow, England. and she has to get her purple, pink, blue hair put in today. Right. So this is a hello, everyone who's listening from Eileen Shapiro, and right. she's going to see Adam Ann in concert and the Ricky Rebel New Alpha Tour that's right. taking place in the UK over the next week. Right. So we want to say hi for her. And during the Second World War, Germany was bombing England with gigantic torpedoes and bombs. Now that Eileen is in London, the press has written, we have never had bombs here since the Second World War. And now Eileen Shapiro is here with her 48 double Ds. <laughs> yeah. 
and she will blow up London. So anyway, all you guys in London, get your eyes ready. Because our sex fiend is coming. Not our sex fiend. Our, our other goddess, our sex goddess, Eileen. You got to like love She's it. the bestest. She absolutely is. We love her to pieces. I'm and trying. she's a good sport. She takes all my ribbing. Yes, she does. She's good. You got to like very love good. it. And, and also Kardoshula. Kadrolsha? How do you say that bitch's name? Kadrolsha? Kadrolsha. Ona Karol. No, I don't care about the rest She's of coming it. on next week. Oh, well, have I got what to you tell her? Our Christmas right. show. Chad, for our Christmas know, show, I'm just going to have people calling in. So she's calling in. Eileen's going to be in the UK with Ricky Rebel and a whole bunch of people, and they're all going to Skype, you know, be in one room together, well, Skype to party. us. Got it. Karshadokala. Kardosha. Kardosha. No, no, Kadrolsha. <laughs> Kadrolsha. I'm going to tell her, change your friggin' first name. Everybody calls her Carol. I said, I wonder why. <laughs> there it is. You know, why do you think Kadrolsha let people call you Carol? That name is ridiculous. I don't even know what country it comes from. Be nice, I think man. it's ex extraterrestrial. But anyway, we love Kardoshala. She's the magic lady. We love her. Absolutely. We're, we're soon to do it. You know what? Once Jimmy and I, because Jimmy and I intend to be out in Palm Springs another month. So we're going to show from Palm Springs. I'm not going to be here for February and freezing my tits and ass off if I had tits. But anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to be here freezing my ass off. We're going to be in Palm Springs for a couple of months. So. So we got to say so hi. So Patrick, whose ghostly beard on Twitter is in the chat room. Hello, Patrick. Uh, Illy's there. Um, people are coming in. Hannah Clive is in there. So what's up, everybody? And we're sorry we don't know what happened to our guest. He disappeared. Again, this poor man. Again, has such luck. the poor guy because he's like the coolest guy on the planet. We love him. He's yeah. really and his music is good. His too. music's good for as a country artist, but his movies and stuff, you guys. He's in that new TV series, um, Future Man. It's on Hulu. It's hilarious. I've been watching it. I'm in the. Right. I've I've only gotten through the first four episodes where he comes in in the fourth episode, um, and he's in. He's supposedly, I think, he's in the rest of the series after that. But it's great, and it stars the kid, uh, Josh Hutcherson from the Hunger Games movies, and. I think Ed Bagley Jr. There's a lot of cool people in it, so it's a lot of fun, and I think you guys are going to like love it. It's and really his, stupid. His music is country, but it's not shit-kicking. It's like a different kind of country. He's got a super deep voice. I don't know what kind of country it is. We keep trying to figure it out every week, but it's kind of like, I don't know, very interesting. I like it, and I'm not a country music fan, totally. He's got a song called Same Old Me and that Jack Daniels look. It's a lot of fun. you got to enjoy it. And uh, maybe we'll take a little music break while we're seeing if we can get him back. And if we can't get him back, we'll have to figure out what we'll How talk about. How about you play the car? Throw me from the, throw the car. No, I got other videos to play today. Well, what's wrong with the car one? I don't have that set up. What's because, that called again? Uh, get in the car get by Free Willy Band. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe car. maybe he's coming back, though. Coming Hold on. Back. We're going to see if he's coming back now. That's my favorite. Get in the car. Get in the car. Hey! Hey! I don't know what happened, guys. I really don't know what's going that's on okay. with this. We were promoing your song, and I said, still, my best one is get in the car. No, that's not him. Oh. That's Free Willy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, it is my favorite song with Free Willy. Actually, by the way, too, huh, we're going to do an intro so I can have some footage here. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented singer, but he's actually known as an actor. Mr. Robert Craighead, hello and welcome to the show. Hey guys, how are you? Fantastic. <laughs> I know you Great. know everybody, but we're going to go through it quick. So say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi. Hey Ron, I love the tie. 
I'm, I, thank you. I'm sorry about that, but in the accident, they said I got a concussion. And, <laughs> and now I believe it because I'm telling you, I love getting in the car. I think I've lost it. No, really. <laughs> I think it's time for me to like just go to a nursing home in Palm Springs with all the actors. <laughs> no, and sit around with the actors and talk about the old days, whatever we can re still remember. Then we got Take Chad Murphy, the man behind Boards. So hold on, let me just say hi to everybody real quick. Say hi to Chad Murphy, the man behind the board. Robert, Robert, welcome back, sir. Hey, fantastic. How to see how you doing, Chad? Doing well. <laughs> Good to have you back. And there's a chat Thanks, room sir. full of people, so say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey everybody in the chat room. And speaking of Free Willy, so Free Willy is kind of like a bluegrass country artist, like bluegrass Americana-ish kind of like country artist. He's a really cool guy, and you have a film coming out, a, a short called Amazing Grace. I saw it like on your IMDb. I don't know. If it hasn't been done yet. I think it's in pre-production. No, we haven't filmed it yet. Right. Yeah. But if you need a song, Free Willy's got a song called Amazing Gracie. And right. uh, and it's really good, and you'd probably like him because you're a country artist, so you'll actually like like him a lot. He's right now he's the number one country artist in the world on Reverb Nation, and it's wow. a very kind of country. So his music is is not shit kicking. It's country, but with the like hee haw kind of like. Country. I don't know what it is, but it's really very like. It's got a it's got a mix of bluegrass, you know, because there's yeah. always like banjos. Oh, and I love other... I love bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a show that was uh, on blue bluegrass music. I'm gonna uh, send you a link. I'll I'll email you a link to his to his stuff, and you can like listen to it and see what you think, because he's a really cool fantastic. guy. Yeah, no, we haven't started into production on that. We're still in pre-production, looking at going uh, starting shooting sometime in January. Yeah. So I want to say, compared to the, not including the last time, like three weeks ago, but the last time you were on our show, I was like, oh, you have some really like impressive credits and like your acting career is really like going places. And since then, in the last year, you went from like just kind of like going places to now you're like getting up there in like the really big superstar-y kind of like status with the shit that you're getting in. <laughs> well, I don't so know about superstar. I want to <laughs> say like congratulations. Well, first of all. Uh, too close to home is the freaking like bomb of a show. It's like the greatest show ever. And we've had Alfred Trevet on a couple weeks ago. And what a cool guy he was. We had oh, a great time I love with him. Alpha. Love Alpha. He and we had Brent George on last year when we had you on. And the show is fantastic. I mean, it's like especially because like, I'm not used to drama from Tyler Perry. You know? Yeah, oh, you're not. You're, oh, because you're mostly the Medea. Because I always see all the Medea and all the boo and all the funny stuff, you know. And that guy, Brock O'Hearn, he could have been like Aquaman. I think he's like one of the you know coolest looking, like really like gorgeous, like young Hollywood people that's out there now. And Brock O'Hearn is one of the sweetest guys in the world too. I mean, absolutely a sweetheart. I've been asked questions, many questions from people, and the one question I get is when they say, "Who is?" The best drag queen or your favorite drag queen? And I say Medea. <laughs> I, I, I will let Tyler. Tell Tyler that. You froze. I hate this show. <laughs> I really hate this. I want to go back to movies in Hollywood like I used to. Chad, what happened, you he, think? He froze. Oh, what do you mean? Man. What do I think? Do, do we think we lost? Do we lose him or is he just frozen or what? It kind of feels like the last time. Yeah, that just stinks. It must we were be his equipment. That's for you the know what the cool thing about it is is it that is. he's always smiling when it freezes. I know, isn't that funny? <laughs> I'll just have to edit all this stuff together, and we'll like do it again. We'll I'll there have to go. edit all together and Perfect. put little pieces together because I think I still have the pieces from the last time too, and we'll have to like edit some of it together because he's such a cool guy. It's not he even is. funny. He is cool. Um, is he? Does he show that he's still online or no? It looks like it's going through the same thing. 
All right, so he'll be calling back in a minute, and then I'll get another little section. And of it's stuff not to do. us, folks. It's just yeah, it's his, definitely not it's us. Crappy. It's usually us. You gotta like it. Blame it on him, Chad. Don't make it look like it's us. No, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. It's, sometimes it used to be us, but lately right. we've been rocking yeah, it. Used rolling. to be us, but now it's <laughs> Chad. It's what? only a lie, Chad. It's only a lie if you say it. No. But if I say his equipment is ch- crap and you don't say anything, then you're not lying. Got it? No, I don't got it. Well, get get it because it's got it. Get it gone. (laughs) Because this show is so friggin' crappy that I'm on this this Jimmy Star shit show. Right. Uh, Everything breaks down. He abuses me. He steps on my jokes. Uh, I have never worked so hard in my life. I didn't step on any today. No, yeah, he's doing good. But but I, I mean, I work two hours a week. Seems like forever. Struggling. You know, I'm used to scripts and, and professionals and everything works fine and it's a movie camera. I'm used to that stuff. That's okay. It's I'm not, not that used way to looking today. at a computer with an umbrella light on me, blinding. Well, welcome to the bottom, baby. You better believe it, the bottom. <laughs> oh, geez, it can't get any lower than this. We would be doing silent movies. <laughs> we could take that. <laughs> with, with, with you turning the handle on the camera. I can turn everything black and white and kill the sound. <laughs> <laughs> If you want, that might be a better show. All right. Listen to him. That's terrible, you guys. That's not nice. I'm sorry. I like the Jimmy Star show. Especially since we're getting a lot of plays. Especially when as you long argue. as we knock our show, it's okay. Anybody right. else knocks our show, I'll Uh-oh. knock them right on their ass. Oh, <laughs> you know, we have better than 4 million people, crazy people, coming in every week to listen to our bullshit. That's and cool. from all over the world. I just got a text message before we went on the air. Who is it? This this new that came in? I don't know. Another, another Somebody con- from Australia. Another country came in. You gotta like love the whole thing. Yeah, they keep coming in as fans of ours, of mine, not really Jimmy's, but my. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have so many fans in the UK. The UK people love me. Actually, they, the UK is a big big thing for us. Cause... I know because they think I'm crazy, <laughs> and everybody in the UK is crazy because they speak funny. They don't speak funny. Yes, they do. They speak like English. Well, that's not funny. To, that's funny to us, but that's not funny to them. <laughs> but if they were normal, they speak American. But anyway, so we have a lot of fans all over the country, and they're all sweet people. Yeah, I he's getting ready to call back again. I don't get any yeah. evil people on my, you know, websites or anything. All right. And it now, keeps it just keeps popping off, guys. I'm sorry about yeah, that. That's okay. I'm going to piece this one together. So okay. we're going to see what we can do. Uh, we're going. I'm going to piece all these little pieces together, and we'll put we'll get something good going on. So, <laughs> um, so we're talking about what a, how great your career is going, and I want to talk about Hulu Man because now I've I have not seen the whole season. I watched the first four episodes, two yesterday and two this morning. And uh, so I've seen so, you. So you you got just to the part where I come in. Yeah, right? I just got to the part where you come in. But everybody, first of all, the name of the show is called Future Man. It's a Hulu original series created by Alka. Who's a creator? Somebody really big, Seth Rogen it's or somebody big, Seth right? Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are the executive producers. Uh, it's uh, uh, written by uh, Ariel Shafir and Kyle Hunter, uh, produced by uh, Ben Carlin as well. Uh, he's a showrunner, and they did uh, a lot of Seth Rogen's movies like um, uh, This is the End. I, I love This is the Party. End. Yeah. I love so, This is the End, like, especially when they brought the Backstreet Boys in. I was like, that was just hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> um, I so, loved it when they had uh, uh, Tatum Channing uh, on the uh, leash and everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so you play Detective Vincent Skarsgård. So, first of all, you guys, the the, the film, the, the the star of the film is Josh Hutchinson. I mean, he's like some everybody knows Hunger Games and all that kind of stuff. It's also got Derek Wilson, Eliza Coop, Haley Joel Osment, Ed Begley Jr. Those are all names of people you actually know. Who's the guy who plays um, Wolf or Fox or whatever his name is? That like, is Derek. Uh, that is Derek Wilson. Who is okay, a- that's Derek Wilson. Okay, so I mean, I didn't want to leave him out in case I because he's like hilarious. Yo, he's fantastic. He's also on the series that Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen produced called uh, uh, Preacher. Uh, or, or he was. I think he got killed off in the first season, I believe. Actually, that's supposed uh, to be really good. I haven't seen that, but that's supposed to be a really good show. Yeah, that's another one uh, that Seth and uh, Evan have done. And they brought Derek over to, to do this show. And he's just fantastic. Well, this, this show, because it's kind of like so stupid that it's funny. I mean, because it's really, really wild writing that you would never like get. Now, Ron hasn't seen it yet, but basically, you guys, Josh Hutcherson plays like this kid who's like a whiz at video games, and he wins a video game, and the people from the video game come thinking that he's going to be the savior because he's like going to be like this superhero-like savior guy who can save the world from... That's a copycat show. Well, hang on, hang on. No, no. From well, it's it's a takeoff of uh, the last Starfighter. It's kind of yes. like a parody. They even mentioned that. that. Terminator, uh, Back to the Future. No, the basis of the story was Tommy. You remember Tommy, nineteen seventy something? He yeah. was a, the he pinball was wizard. Pinball wizard to save the world. And then he wound up banging, uh, what's her name? Uh, you have to talk closer to the mic. Oh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> nobody listens. Uh, he, he wound up banging, who was the star of that? I don't know, I never saw Oh, the, the one that fell off the ladder and busted her face and then they fixed her up. The redhead from Vegas. Elvis Presley. She oh, and Margaret. 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 She was the, the one that was screaming, Tommy! No, but wait, because this is, this, is, this is like really funny, actually. First of all, they're trying to save the world from... Uh, this like professor, this uh, scientist guy who who is trying to develop a cure for herpes because he got herpes the night the men walked on the moon the first time or whatever, and so they're trying to like right. stop it, and and it just gets funnier as you go along because even though he's a video game whiz, he doesn't know how to do anything in real life, and when the people from the the future come back and they need to get energized, they fuck each other, you know, to get energy. <laughs> I mean, it's like really that's like funny. Yeah, it's charging. called charging, and that's how they charge is they fuck each other, and it's just hilarious. I mean, it's really, really funny. You gotta did, like. Did, did you swallow a motor by any chance? No. Last week and this week, you've been going 100 miles an hour. I can't hour. help it, because I really well, like this minute. series. Are you on codeine? <laughs> no, I'm not. Cough syrup? <laughs> what is, last, what is last the motor? Was... Huh? Motor, motor, motor. motor. Like a motor. Because I've become <laughs> like motor mouth. Because... How, how do you say it in English? In Brooklyn, it's called a motor. What is oh, it? motor. Motor. Oh, okay. Motor. Motor. Down in Texas, it's called a motor. Oh motor. no! It, well, we're, we're, this is this show comes from the east, so it's Brooklyn. Motor. No, but you everybody really motor like mouth. It. You never heard the expression it's, motor. Yes, mouth? I have. A motor mouth. Yeah, motor you mouth. Got, you guys, it's a very, want, very you didn't funny my, show. You no, I'm not. I didn't take coughs. Last week I took coughs because oh, I had he the didn't flu. Shut up for one minute. <laughs> he was ranting like an old Nelly Queen. I mean, he was going on and on and on. No, I didn't, but uh, I just, I'm really psyched because, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to, like, like it because I first, I saw the trailer and then I watched, like, the first 10 minutes and it didn't catch me. But then after, like, 20 minutes, it caught me. And then once I started getting into it, because I like all that pop culture references and all this right. stuff. Right, and it gets even better as you go along because I think what happened was, uh, you know, as the writers were getting to know the, the actors, they started writing for them. It was like my character was originally only supposed to be on two episodes. 
I mean, they'd sign me on to do a two-episode guest star, and then they just kept adding stuff for me, and so it, and it, it was just uh, like a glove. Everything fit. And so that's what happened. And the show gets better and better as it goes along in the later episodes. Yeah. No, like the last part. time I heard that expression, it fit like a glove, was when, when I was about 22 years old, one of my friends got married. And she was a girl that got married. And somebody said, how was the honeymoon night? And she said, oh, it fit like a glove. <laughs> so her husband was probably <laughs> fist-fucking her with a glove. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Still rated like anyway. Oh, we're rated X, X, triple X, triple X, and beyond the star X. No, like there's a funny. Scene Why do you think we have four and a half million people watching? Yeah, if we were like normal, well, nobody would like <laughs> Every, ever pay any attention. A, you know, everyone's a scoundrel. Did you go to no. USC? No, my daughter did. Yes, good I've school. Heard. All my money went to USC because. <laughs> I guess. That's a yeah, good school, though. Very All proud right. of her. She's uh, she graduated there with a master's degree in uh, psychology, and she right now she is a certified board uh, behavioral therapist or analyst for uh, children with autism. So oh, that's yeah. awesome! Wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. I gradu- I graduated school with a general discount or a discharge. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're I- going back to the discharging. Speaking oh. of discharges. Uh, that that that's what one of the funniest things that caught me about this show is is that the the cure that uh, Keith David uh, his character is finding for herpes is through possum semen, and oh, so <laughs> the hell you get semen from a possum. Well, you hook a little tube up there, I guess, and you. Uh, it's hilarious. Die. You no, gotta like, watch the show, Ron. You gotta watch well, it. It's very funny. You know what it is? Is uh, Jimmy doesn't turn it on for me. He does it privately. Jimmy. No, that's not. Uh, no, Jimmy takes a bath every night, like a twelve-hour bath. <laughs> I think he has romantic bath moods. No, I don't. Bathtub. I like to watch. I watch. I, I watch my know. iPad. Like I. I watch... don't know what he does because he doesn't like documentaries. He, he now, likes to watch documentaries well, at night. Last so. night I watched one of my favorite shows, Oak Island. About oh, the tre- me too. I love okay, that show. Okay, Treasure, I love it to pieces. And Jimmy's yeah. mentality can't do a documentary because it's too, it's too above for him. He likes <laughs> oh, I show- love that show. Oh, he likes shows where possums come and <laughs> saves the world. <laughs> so does he. No, like- so do I. Believe me, it pays I'm my bills. Wa- I'm going to watch it, and when you come back on, I'm going to talk about it. No, first of all, like there's fun cultural references that everybody will love. There's like a scene where like they're doing a dance-off. They go back in time, and they're in 1969, and Josh Hutchinson uh, starts dancing in a dance-off with the other guy who's the young version of the guy who has herpes. Um, I forgot his name. What's his name? Dr. Something. Dr. Cronin. Yeah, I knew it was Keith David. Yeah. I bet people that have herpes hate that show because you're making fun of somebody that, you know, today you can't do shit. (laughs) I mean, anything you do, but let me tell you something. Anything you do today, if you sprain your ankle and you walk with a limp, they're going to report you and say he's making fun of people that can't walk straight. (laughs) Making fun of people who have a limp. Exactly. Exactly. No way, but, but wait a minute. Point. But if you're gay and somebody is in a movie and they say faggot or they act like a fag, we have not the right to say they're insulting us. That's what cracks me up. Right? Today with Happy Holiday. Bullshit. I don't do Happy Holiday. I just sent out all my Hanukkah things today to all my Jewish friends. I well, think enough. Hanukkah. 
I'm not, We're not I'm, I'm Jewish. Christian. We're Christian. Oh, okay. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, I like I like my Jewish friends enough to take the time to individually wish them a happy Hanukkah. There you go. Not yell happy holiday to every fucking person in the world. And the same thing with Merry Christmas. I well, mean, that encompasses everything when you say happy holidays. I think. But I'm not so. wishing everybody a happy because I don't give a shit about the oh. other ones. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I don't know anybody. Well, I mean, when you're in general stating it out to the public, no, and you but say I don't happy know, holidays. I, I don't know anybody that's of the other whatever it is that was supposed to be holidaying. I mean, I'm See? 77. All I've ever known for 75 years is Jewish and Christian. Merry okay. Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I don't there know what go. the other ones are. I have no. I can't even tell you now what they are. Kwanzaa. So why should I wish them? Yes, happy? Kwanzaa. What the fuck is Kwanzaa? That's one of them. Anyway, I want to go back because, like, okay. like uh, this, and I want people to watch this show. First of all, is this scheduled for a second okay. season? Is there going to be a second season? We haven't heard about it yet. Uh, of course, I wouldn't be one of the first ones to know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm like a little farther. I'm a recurring guest star. I'm in like uh, six of the 13 episodes. Um, however, in the very last episode, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but uh, uh, I am in the last scene of the last episode. So I love it. it. Oh, there's a scene that, where they do wait, it. That's the cliffhanger. That's a cliffhanger. It is a cliffhanger. There is a, a scene where they do a dance-off. I, I bring this up because they do a dance-off, and it's between Keith David's char young character and Josh Hutcherson back in 1969, and they're doing all these different mo dances, and, and Josh Hutcherson's doing like dances more that are more modern, and then he does the Michael Jackson moonwalk. You know, and everybody's like freaking out about it, and then you see a guy get on the phone and call Tito Jackson saying, hey, Tito, you know that, that new that new uh, dance you were looking for, Michael, you know, let me tell you, this is it. I found it or whatever, and it was hilarious. And I, I particularly liked it because I've worked with Tico, Tito Jackson before, and he's like a total dick, and I just thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. Well, that was that was a takeoff of Back to the Future. Yes, absolutely. You know, <laughs> you know when he's calling Chuck when, Berry. <laughs> when Elvis Presley went on the Ed Sullivan show, they would told the camera people, keep it above his waist. Oh, yeah, it I heard that. Yeah. gyrates his body. Now, back in those days, if Michael Jackson went on Ed Sullivan and grabbed his dick while he's singing, America would have died. Oh, they, yeah. they would have killed Ed Sullivan, shot Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, they would have hung everybody from trees. I mean, really. Well, nowadays, they say, instead of saying, keep your... Keep the camera on his face. They'd say, "Keep your camera on his crotch." And if the crotch ain't big enough, find your banana. You know, we got to get this going. We got to get this going. Who, who was that? Who was the rock and roll star that says, "If you want to be a rock and roll," I think it was Robert Plant. If you want to be a rock and roll star, you got to learn how to dance with a banana in your pants. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know. So when people say to me, "Oh, we've come a long way." I say, yes, we have come a long way, but I think we took the wrong road. But <laughs> a show like mine back in the 50s would never, ever have been. They would have killed me. They would have said I was a disgusting, vulgar, old, degenerate man. I guess I am still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wasn't that a good description of me? But anyway. But we have come yeah. a long way. See? Let's but see what I you're saying. Think, I don't think we've come a long way because we've taken the wrong road. We've taken the road to vulgarity, to... Uh, oh, well, yeah. In to, some instances. grossness, like that movie that Jimmy loves and everybody loves with the caterpillar. Oh, and everybody doesn't love it. I just Well, love that, that horrible, filthy film. Oh, I, I feel like a human centipede. Did you ever see the human centipede? No, don't. I haven't seen that. Yet. Don't. Don't. 
don't. <laughs> it's okay. the most disgraceful, okay. disgusting, inhumane, creepy crap I've ever. It's a, I'm surprised too that you don't know it because you have done a bunch of horror movies. You've done several. So Ron, Ron I am open to every aspect in any any genre of film, television, music, sexual preference, orientation of religion. You you have to open yourself up like that. I'm very you know? open. Nobody's more open than me for mine. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, Except I'm all over. No human centipede movie. Oh well, if you know what. <laughs> Do you know what it's about? Okay, so because I actually before I before I married Ron and before Ron was on the show, we had the whole cast, the guy that who wrote it, the star of it, everybody on, and and basically it's a horror movie about a sick doctor who is trying to create a human centipede, and what he does is he kidnaps three two guys and a girl. And he, he has the guy at the front, and then he has the girl, and he sews her mouth to his ass. And then the next oh girl gets God. her mouth sewed to his ass. And then they feed the guy in the front. And when he goes to the bathroom, he oh feeds everybody God. else. Now, oh. now, now, now excuse me, sir. <laughs> now, you tell me that's film. <laughs> now, you tell me it should have been nominated for an Academy Award. No, that now you tell me, about and they've made three of them. The second one they made, the first one was a three-person human centipede. The second one was a twelve-person human centipede, and Whoa. the third one they went to a prison and sewed everybody in the prison together. So there's like sixty people, and that's how they like killed the inmates. Okay. <laughs> now you don't think that we took a wrong? Oh, I've got to see this. I've got to see this. Oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I couldn't. See, I wouldn't watch it. I, I can't. I, I think they should do a remake. Already? Yeah, with, with you at the end. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot. Hey, if you're hey. at the beginning, it's okay. Because you if that, you're at the beginning, you get to eat the solid they food. Should have arrested. It depends on what kind of solid food you're eating, I guess. I oh, they were know. feeding him steak, but there wasn't steak when the girls got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should. They should arrest the writer of that and put him away. He needs to be hospitalized. He needs to be medicated. He needs to be. You, you know what? I think I did see a Halloween costume like that. Uh, actually, there was like three uh, people yeah. that had more morons. That's it. <laughs> so, let's talk real quick about because you have done several fun. Uh, I like cheesy horror movies. I call them cheesy. It's not meant to be like offensive. Um, no, like you have. I, I, two, that, I, those are my two, favorite kind. To Lava Tulantula. We had Steve Gutenberg on the show, and I've actually met Martin Cove and Michael Winslow. Um, they've never been on the show. Those are like that's like a fun one. And you did Damn Sharks. I mean, you have some like ones that are like kind of like made for TV B roll horror movies that are like they're kind of like so bad that they're good. Yeah, well, Damn Sharks was a, a very very tongue in cheek uh, um, one of those like Sharknado type movies that I did for Sci Fi Channel. Uh, like fun. your poor last. Yeah. It's fun. It's so stupid, it's fun. Exactly, exactly. And it's like the CGI is so bad that it's funny. It's you know? vulgar. You know, it's not disgraceful, <laughs> vulgar. I saw a movie not long ago in the movies where the guy was sitting on a toilet bowl wiping his ass. I mean, really, do we have to go to the movies and see that? You saw the movie I'm talking about. He's looking. He's out of doors in his country house, a log cabin. No, it's, not that, it's an Academy Award nominated movie. They, the one that Tom Ford did. Yeah. I forgot last year. It was they, one they of the nominated, Academy Awards. Nominated him for being only a one swipe guy. He he cleaned up in one swipe. <laughs> so he hey, got man, a, if that's if that's how you get a, have to get an Academy Award nomination, hey, I'm ready to wipe. Nocturnal Animals. It was called Nocturnal Animals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Very so, good. You know, I, I think it was a good movie. I we think, saw it twice. <laughs> I think we've gone too far. I think we need to bring back some of the um, 
some of the whatever it was we had in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Well, but oh, you look. know what, Ron? It's like a, it's like there's such an open, uh, uh, so many variations and different things available to you. Each person can have their choice on an individual basis of what they want to watch. Like, like uh, Jimmy wants to watch The Human Centipede, and you want to watch uh, uh, Oak Island. And, uh, I mean, the same way with uh, me at my house. My wife li likes to watch The Housewives of New Jersey, and, you know, and I, I like to watch uh, stupid horror movies. You know? <laughs> I agree. I mean, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, <laughs> I mean, of course I believe in freedom of everything. I'm gay. You have to. You can't be gay and not. You're you what? I'm gay. You know, G-A-Y, <laughs> a big fairy. You cannot be gay and be prejudiced because it doesn't work. You know, you're only making fun of yourself or hating yeah, that would, that so really I'm open to everything, but what I'm trying to say is I miss some of the elegance. I miss some of I, I miss tablecloths in restaurants. Yeah. I miss napkins. I miss women that look divine and gentlemen. He misses that look butter divine. when they used to put it on a plate and give it to you as opposed to these little packets that you I gotta like even, open. <laughs> I can't even open the fucking things. Jimmy has to open them for me. I never And when everyone would have to wear a tie yes. like you to get on a plane. Yes. Know? Well, not necessarily that far, but I would love it if some of the, the elegance remained. That's something, like you said, we want diversity or variety. Let's yeah. have variety. We don't all have to be sloppy, dirty with beards and tattoos and rings in our nose. That's nice if you want to do that. But there should be a group of people who want to look like Cary Grant and dress <laughs> elegantly. Yeah, I think there are. Speak there are out here. Where, I know, not, not where we are. They're all hillbillies here. They all get off a cow. They don't even ride horses here. They ride cows. We live in Pennsylvania. you got to remember it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Well, you know what? The only the thing is, is that, uh, you know, Hollywood, it, it brings all the beautiful people out there. That's what happens. Yes. Know? Well, I'm it. not there yet, so you can't make that statement. You're one of the beautiful people, though. That's definitely. We're going to be there. We'll be there. Uh, February 1st, we'll be living in Palm Springs back home. I we cannot, we cannot wait to get it. back home. I cannot wait. So let's go well, with, okay, so so you got movies, you got music. You also I got a new movie that's, that's coming out right, that is playing right now in theaters in the Midwest. It's a Western. Is that Painted uh, Woman? That's Painted Woman, yeah. And it's getting so much uh, uh, notoriety from, from critics and from people that have gone to see it. Everyone loves it. Uh, it won. Uh, it's won a lot of awards at film festivals. Uh, I I even won a Best Actor award. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Good, Good for you. you. Congratulations. Now, I was so really I was so proud that, of that. If you really want that film to be today, the painted woman should be a transsexual. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, actually, it's very good timing because uh, with the Me Too. Uh, 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 movement going on. That's kind of uh, what it's about. It's about a woman uh, becoming empowered at the turn of the century, which women really didn't have many rights at the turn of the century in the 1890s. And uh, I play uh, like the Harvey Weinstein of 1899, and uh, uh, I control this woman, and uh, um, I'm just a, I'm probably one of the most despicable characters I've ever played in my life. And I loved every second of it, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Uh, 
Yeah. Play, playing Uh-oh. a picture with Bastard is the best. So it also, you guys, it stars Matt David, Dal- Matt Dallas. And as you guys remember him, he's Kyle from Kyle XY, which I used to love that show. Yeah. And it's also got Kiowa Gordon, and she's she was uh, one of the he, part of the Wolf Pack. He was in Twilight. Yeah, and on the Twilight movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then Steph Dawson, uh, who is the painted woman, the star of the film, is uh, from the Hunger Game movies. And uh, which she knew Josh Hutcherson. And uh, it was interesting because she came on set uh, while we were shooting uh, to visit me. And it was like our little mini reunion. Oh, that's how cool is that? Yeah, very cool. Very cool. And our makeup artist, Nicoletta Scarlatta, was also the makeup artist for uh, all of the the Hunger Game movies. And so it was like a, a great little I love the Hunger Game movies. Reunited. I love the Hunger Game movies. I do too. They're like fun. Very okay, so then you got you got a you got Painted Woman coming out, which congratulations again for getting the whole Best Actor uh, thing, and that was at the Wild Bunch Film Festival. I wrote it down. Wild Bunch, yeah, it's uh, all, all Western Film Festival in Arizona, and uh, yeah, it, it, the film won Best Film, Best Director, uh, Best Actress, uh, uh, Best uh, ha- also had Child Actor and Child Actress. Uh, well, it sounds intelligent, and I think Hollywood maybe once in a while likes this, an intelligent script. This is a movie you would like, Ron. I'm going to see it. I'm going yeah. to see it. This and it movie, also stars, I, I can't forget the, the hero, David Thomas Jenkins. Uh, uh, and he's probably one of the most handsome guys around right now. So. No, he's not. I am, but if you think so. <laughs> I said one up, Ron. One, oh, one up. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm number one of. <laughs> You got to say, Ron Russell is number one of some of the handsomest men there, around. There you go. So also, I, one thing I didn't know that you did because I didn't know you did video games and like so. So you play a character in the Tomb Raider video game. I am the main villain in uh, Tomb Raider. I play Father Matthias. You have to kill me to win that game, <laughs> uh, and it's most kill a happy, priest. So. Kill a priest. No, no, I'm like this cult leader on a oh. on an island uh, and. Uh, um, Anyway, I play in the beginning, I play like this meek, mild guy to get them to come. And then and then I and then the real me comes out. This is a oh, asshole. You know? but anyway, so like when you do a video game, is it like doing a movie? I mean, you're actually acting out a character, right? Yes. I mean, what well, these are motion capture. So what they do is you wear these suits and they put the little ping pong balls all uh-huh. over and right. uh, the dots on your face. And you're in a volume. So it's kind of like doing theater back when you didn't have, I mean, like when you're in training in theater and you don't have really any props or or a set, you're in a rehearsal process. And so you're in a volume and you're surrounded by 360 cameras all around you. And then you also have cameras and microphones shooting your facial movements and you're, you're acting with people in a, in an environment that's not there. And oh so my God, that sounds like so much fun. Sounds yeah. like they should pay you a lot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to put balls on you and get photographed by 365 cameras. I mean, please give me. I hope they gave you a ton of money. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to be honest with you, and I could get in trouble for saying this, but for as much money, these video games make more than your biggest blockbuster. Absolutely, absolutely. and you make you make less as an actor. Or, I don't know, maybe, well, because you, you don't have residuals. There are no residuals. Uh, you can get paid one time, that's it. So, um, Did you buy your game? Did you buy your own game? 
No, they they did give me one. Give me. I can't play those games, so I give them to my uh, my little nieces and nephews or whatever. Not in this case, it was a nephew. But uh, yeah, no, I can't. I couldn't even get to the part where I come in. You know, <laughs> I come in near the beginning. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, and I also have a new video game that I've been working on for the last. These things take so long for the last two and a half years. For Sony PlayStation, that'll come out um, after the first of the year. I still can't say what it is. Oh, okay. But if, if for the video gamers out there, they'll probably know it's from Sony PlayStation, and it is the biggest, most uh, uh, up to date and techn- uh, technologically advanced video game to come out yet from Sony PlayStation, and it'll be coming out probably. What's Sony PlayStation's biggie? I don't know. I know the other one is Zelda, and. Yeah, uh, I love that though. So hold on. Zelda made a fortune of money. He likes Zelda. The he video plays game Zelda. Zelda. That's been going yeah. on for twenty years. Do you have an action figure for any you know of your what? movies I, or I, games? For Tomb Raider, I do. Yeah. Do I, you really? I I don't have one in in here right now. Uh, I, but I did. I bought I bought a bunch of them. I ordered them. They're like these little uh, uh, Japanese type. Uh, I collect action figures of everybody who's been on the show, so I didn't know you had one. So, like, like if I, well, how do I find it? If I go on eBay, can I Google it? Will it come up? Yeah, look up Tomb Raider, Father Matthias. Father Matthias. Okay, Father that's Matthias. exciting as hell. I love that. <laughs> I get nothing from it. So, uh, why is that? It, that's your image. You're supposed to be paid for your image. Oh, because actually, it's the character that they created. No, uh, if they actually used my image. But these are like like funny little. That's how they got around. I love that. Oh, wait a minute. You have to get a Funko Pop of wait, yourself. Wait. I just gave Jimmy for Christmas uh, Aquaman. Now that looks exactly like the actor. Now, yes. Now he is making money off of that, unless he signs some kind it's of. It's his image. It's his. Image. That's from a movie. So not in other a video words, game. If, exactly. we got, if we got your doll, we we wouldn't know it was you. It doesn't look right. like you. Oh yeah, it looks like no. you. Well, I mean, it'll kind of look like me, but I mean, like the video game. Well, see, but see, the the Aquaman is a movie. A video I, game is not, even though it may look a lot like you. There are adjustments made and alterations made so that for your character. So it's like I was bald headed, uh, and you know, I can't remember. Well, and this new one, I'm a dwarf. Uh, that you know, a little blue dwarf. Hint, with hint, hint. And, yeah, so, and you that's know. not your image. <laughs> not my image. How tall are you? You're really big, right? I, I'm six foot. Yeah, you know? I figured you were like a big guy in real life. I'm well, there's foot. guys that are a lot bigger, like Brock O'Hearn. You were talking about earlier. He's uh, he's six foot eight. And, oh wow! And uh, and working opposite him is like, oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm totally Give gonna like box. Give me that quick. I'm gonna totally tweet to him. And see and we, we have a friend that's really tall, tall, very. Oh tall. Well, yeah! If you want, if you want to get Brock on the show, I'll I'll talk to Brock about Absolutely. it. Oh, by I'd the way, I, I I wanted to tell you, Amanda Wiss sends her love to both of uh, you. We love her. We love her yeah. so much. She's and, so fab. You know, it's so funny because we had her on the show, and I'm a I'm such a I'm such a horror movie fanatic. Like I have every horror movie. I know whether it's a B, C, D, E. Like I I know everything, and I used to go to all those conventions and stuff. So when we had her on the show, 
Um, Ron didn't know, knew she was in Nightmare on Elm Street, but she didn't know, he didn't know who she was. So he's just talking to her because we haven't gotten to the conversation. And he was right. like, do you know the, the Nightmare on Elm Street when they have the girl and she's in the bed and the thing comes up and like, you know, claws her? He's like, that was the scariest, terrible thing ever. And oh, she was, I said when he put his hand through the mattress and grabbed her. Yeah. Oh, and she yeah. was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, that was me. And, and <laughs> yeah, I know it was her. scary. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, I can't believe that was you. And I, this is not staged. <clears throat> I didn't stay it as a you know pre you thing, I, I that scared the hell out of me. I, that was scary. I, I, yeah, I love her. I love her. I work. love her too. Uh, She's sweet. Yeah. She is but fabulous. She, she told me. Uh, she uh, made. She told me to tell you guys when she saw I was going to be on the show to tell you hello and that she. That's good. Her tell love. Her- Back and we're, we're we love gonna, her to death. We're gonna have her back. Yeah, we'll have her back. You know, she's we, fun. we we bring a lot of people back, but like in six months, you know. But we're definitely. I mean, well, anybody actually, this is like one like, year for me, uh, other than the three weeks ago, whenever it kind of messed up. But yeah. some of the you have to bring people. the ones that people liked. I go by how many views they get. Like your yeah. last show got three million or something plays on it, wow. so like that's good. And so if you get if you get three million plays, if you only get five hundred thousand plays, you probably don't get to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something? Now, wait a second. Fran Drescher, what do you think her hits were? Give me an idea what range you think Fran Drescher, the nanny's hits were on our show. Uh, what When did was she on there? About a year and a half ago? A year no, ago? A year ago? Not even. It was at least a year ago. Maybe. I'd say maybe six, seven million. Uh-uh. What were they? Uh, it was terrible. It was like uh, I was so disappointed. Like a, maybe a million. Because we I lucky. love her so much. And oh, I me too. To seeing her, and I thought she would blow the records to death. No, she didn't get a big hit. Have you ever had my friend D. Wallace on the show? We haven't had her on, but I've met her I, I, a bunch of times. She's friends with the guy who owns our radio station. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you should have D. We should on have her. We could have D. On. She's fab. She's so nice. I met her at a convention in St. Louis. Yeah. Um, and she, oh, I've been friends with Dee since. Oh my God, I, she probably doesn't want me to say, but uh, I think nineteen eighty one is when we. No, met. I love her. She was twelve. Yes, she was twelve, <laughs> and I was fourteen. No. Actually, do you know John Barrowman? Are you familiar with John Barrowman? John Barrowman was on, is on um, uh, Arrow. He's on the TV show Arrow. He plays the bad guy on Arrow. All the one of our favorite stars. And uh, anyway, he was also in Doctor Who and Torchwood. He played like Captain Jack Harkness in Torchwood. And so that's our biggest show. Yeah, that's what everybody has to like strive. Wow. Trying to, man, that's 10 million plays. He's our favorite. Play. He My God. Is... Well, maybe, maybe I get you Brock O'Hearn on here. He has like 3 million followers on him. Oh, he'll have a lot of plays just because he's like, he's like hot like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like he, you know, how he, uh, he got all of his followers was, was he did, uh, a video of himself putting his, you know, his long hair up into a man bun and showing how to put your hair in a man bun. Of course, he did it with his shirt off, and right. he had something like two hundred or three hundred million views on YouTube. So, <laughs> right. when, when, when John Barrowman was on our show, he opened our show tongue kissing a rubber woman blow up doll. <laughs> wow. So you know why he got those hits. Anybody that saw that, they stayed with the show. <laughs> Nobody went. I'm gonna have to remember that next oh, time yeah. I'm on the show. I was hysterical. I couldn't. He wanted to get us because he knew that we're crazy and that we would get him. So he did it to get. He's a sweetheart of a friend anyway. Um, How about a flying pig? Yeah. No, no. You got a tongue kiss. <laughs> oh, there you, there you go. See. You right. weren't perfect. The ratings, look, the ratings just We're going to get a million plays for that. <laughs> uh, I, 
I, cr- I couldn't stop laughing for like five minutes at the show. I mean, he cracked me up. And he kept and going with his tongue and, and <laughs> rolling his eye like he was so enjoying a, bl- a woman blow-up doll. So let's do we got to do a quick recap because we're going to have to go in a second. So first of all, you guys, this is Robert Craighead. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Robert Craighead. You definitely want to watch Future Man. It's on Hulu. Uh, pay for Hulu. It's like nine, $10 a month. It's wor- so worth it because you get to watch oh, everything you, you on You can actually get the first month free. If you want to try it out, so oh, get the first month free, and then you can watch the and whole watch, show in two binge days. watch thirteen episodes. I come in good. on episode four. There okay. you go. Okay. You guys right. want to watch Too Close to Home? If you haven't seen it, it's great. He's also uh, uh, Robert's also been in on the TV show New Girl, which is a huge hit. Uh, he's got a, a cheesy horror movie called Damn Sharks. That's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> look out for Painted Woman. Uh, it's going to be, pl- uh, is, uh, so it's not everywhere yet, so it's It'll probably going to be out gonna- on video uh, and on video on demand, I believe, in fe- on February 6th. Also yeah. coming in January on video on demand and DVD is The Tiger Hunter, starring uh, Danny Pudi, John Heater, Kevin Pollack, uh, Karen David. Uh, it's a wonderful film set in the 1970s about a young Indian boy, who a uh, young Indian man who comes to America to seek his fame and fortune. And uh, I have a nice little role in that as well. Was John Heater cool? Was John Heater cool? He'd be oh, he, he was like the coolest guy ever. Danny Pudi, everybody on the show. Uh, Lena Khan, the director, is, she's from India, is a wonderful, wonderful director. And she's made a beautiful film. Okay, it's on one, a per- it's, personal note. Yes, sir. You're making money hand over fist. What do you buy your wife as a little gift with this money, or are you a selfish prick that keeps it all for yourself? <laughs> well, right now, and the reason we weren't able to do the show three weeks ago is we're doing a, a, an addition onto the house. We're making a big master suite with two walk-in closets and That's a master. That's not hers. You've got yes, to go. Is. You must go to Tiffany. Oh. And go in and have the man help you out to get you a little bubble. A little bit of diamond never hurt anybody. Oh. <laughs> She'll love hearing that. Uh, She's going to like that. I want her to be my friend like you're my friend. I just don't want you to be my friend. But I think that when a man makes this kind of money, he should give his wife a little surprise gift. Actually, yeah. though, I'd like a big master bedroom with two walk-in Fuck closets. You. I'm, I'm, oh. like, I'm, 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 I'm doing this to get a little Tiffany from you. There you <laughs> go. You know, I have to tell you something. I don't get paid doing this show. I've been on this show for five years now. Every but you week. Have, I don't get have paid. wonderful get paid. fringe benefits, though. It's Bullshit. The That's what you think. He's an old man. What fringe benefits? <laughs> That's the guy with the with the man bun and the nude. That's a that's a benefit. That's what this old crow? Are you kidding? I gotta prop him up and blow smoke up his ass to get him to move. You better Woo! like correct uh, all that. No, now. I'm not. I, I wouldn't mind. Who are you editing that out, right? If, if, if he went to Tiffany and bought me a little diamond wristwatch, thirty five thousand, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's not coming. Not this year. <laughs> that's, what I, year. that's what I heard five years ago. <laughs> oh, well, we, we're working on it. But we got married. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we got to, no, like, wrap this up. Who's your wife? I, I know we discussed it, but I don't remember. Is she in the biz? Uh, no, she is actually a very successful uh, business person herself. She's, like, uh, uh, basically a vice president of a uh, 
uh, healthcare company um, that they, so she should buy you a bobble. Exactly. I was going to say, screw her from Tiffany's. Better <laughs> buy you something. <laughs> yeah, she's very successful. How many years are you married? How many years are you married? Uh, 32 years. God yes. bless you. Oh, That's wonderful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And children, you have two? Oh, I have one child, uh, my daughter, who went to USC. Uh, and, right. Um, and she gave us a grandson who just right. turned uh, two years old uh, last week. So much fun, then, with yeah. a two-year-old. Christmas has got to be a blast. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, he's, he was just like the other day. It was the first time he was talking about uh, Santa Claus uh, and uh, you know, my daughter said, what does Santa Claus say? And he goes, ho, ho, ho. I'm glad that you're keeping Santa Claus in his life. So many young people today say we don't lie to our child. And oh, we could oh. never lie. I think that's such jerks. Santa oh, Claus is one of the most delightful. depriving that, that kid of like, delightful uh, the imagination right. and the magic. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you Time know, go. when I was very little, I swear to God, I got up out of bed and I went in my mother and father's room and I said, I hear bells on the roof and there are hooves. I can hear Santa's on our roof. That's how weird it was. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I must have been dreaming it. But no, I somebody was throwing it. rocks over on Probably. your roof to make you think somebody was <laughs> up there. <Andy>. Probably my <laughs> was up there with bells. So we got to go, but Robert, number one, we want to thank you for coming back on the show again. Yeah. We wish you and your family a great Merry Christmas, and congratulations on all the great stuff going on. Right. Thank and you. I am very blessed. It's been a wonderful year. And we Merry hope. Christmas to you guys, and yes. Happy Hanukkah to your friends. Uh, yes. I don't know them, but any, any yeah. of Okay. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Happy holiday. Happy every yeah. shit. <laughs> Thank you so much, Merry Robert. Christmas. Have a good one. Everybody watch Hulu Man. Bye. Thanks, Rob. Hulu. Oh, Future Man. Future, Future Man. Man. Oh, Hulu Man. It's on Hulu, you guys. Future Man on Hulu. And, All right. And watch Painted Lady. She's a drag queen. Painted Woman. Oh. Oh, painted Woman. <laughs> painted Slut. What do I care? Call her anything. <laughs> painted Whore. Who cares? Just go and see the movie. That's, That's right. Just go movie. see it. February 2nd. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. Bye. Until the Bye, next guys. Time. See you later. See you soon. We got, a, we got a whole interview, man. Yay. He's Woo. such a nice guy. Isn't he a nice guy, oh, Chad? He's a perfect kind of cat. No doubt. He really He's a pal. He's a buddy. He's a good guy. Straight shooter, right, Texan. So, and, a, and a good sense of humor, which yeah. is so important. So, you guys, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show weekly from 3 to 4.50 p.m. every Wednesday on the fabulous W4CY radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. Well, thank you. And the most magnificent man on the planet, Ron Russell. You can also hear us on <laughs> Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York. K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audioboon, Apple TV, Spreaker, and Podbean. And on television, you can see us on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Now you know why we have so many followers. you got to get them on one of them, right? Absolutely. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy that we are back after that stupid accident and better and we only want to give you the best shows that we can. Funny, interesting, enlightening. Uh, oh, you guys. I, I hope. Shut up. I'm talking. Okay. You never. You never. You, I know, but we got to go. Like, I don't give a shit. You, gotta, you get out of the studio. I can handle the rest. Go. We got to go. Come on. Finish. Where are we going? Take, where are you taking me for dinner? Next guest. No, we have to go. We have a guest we have to call. But I want to know where you're taking me uh, for nowhere. dinner. Nowhere. I hop Say wherever no. you want. That's the right that's, answer. Okay. 
IHOP we're going again. You guys, too, I was oh. going to play. We were going to play the trailer for Future Man, and I forgot. Chad sent me a message, but I didn't see it. So just check out. Go on YouTube and Google Future Man. Watch it, and you guys will really like it. It's really a fun show. Maybe you could take me to, like, McDonald's, maybe? If it no, because my stomach's <laughs> upset right now. Oh, we dine well. How about Chipotle? Yeah, Jimmy's very generous. I love Chipotle. It's good stuff. That's, like, my oh. favorite. So, Chad, does it look like our next guest is online? Let's see here. Hmm. Scroll. It does. So let's go ahead, you guys. So we're going to call Alan Frew. In doing so, we're going to play the Glass Tigers hit, uh, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone. And then when we get back, we hopefully will have him on the line. Here we go. Buddy, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone by Glass Tiger.
everybody so that was uh don't forget me when i'm gone by glass tiger alan say hello and let's make sure we can hear you hey guys how you doing fantastic all right now everybody we want to welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell the incredibly talented alan fru hello and welcome to the show hi guys it's a pleasure pleasure to be here let me introduce you to everybody starting with my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell hey how you doing hey ron Hey, good, 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 good to have you on. Then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Alan, hey, Alan Fru, pleasure to have you, sir. Pleasure to be here. And then we have a chat room full of people from basically like almost every country is represented. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room from all over the world. There you go. <laughs> so now, I see all that you had snow outside. How often do you get snow? Well, it, uh, it usually starts much earlier than this, but uh, there's something going on in the world, as we know, called global warming. And uh, we, we we just got it the other day. So uh, we'll have it now December, January, February, maybe through March. Wow. How cold is it? You're in Canada right now, right? Tur Tur Montreal. Yeah. Tur Toronto. Yeah. And and how cold is it? Uh, I, I, today, I'm not sure. Probably a bit plus plus. Two or three, maybe still. Oh my God, that's really cold. We're at twenty-five. We're twenty-five. We're in Pennsylvania, and it's twenty-five, and it's pretty and, cold. And we have more snow coming tonight. Yeah, it's gonna snow tonight. So we had snow the other two days ago, which is freak for us. We don't get snow this early in the year. We usually get snow January, February. Yeah, see, it's unusual for us to not have snow until right. now. Well, I think the fires in California, that smoke they say is changing the atmosphere because yeah. so much of it. That we we're gonna have blizzards one after another here. I you hate. Know, really, you know, it's really strange. I'm actually from Scotland, and um, they're having unbelievably cold weather, snow and blizzards, and that never happened when I was a kid. No, Scotland was always rainy and damp. That's it. But not snow in Scotland. I've been up there a lot of times, Scotland. I have a friend. Oh, my friend lives in Northern Ireland. He lives in. Um, Oh, jeez. Lancashire. Oh. And Scotland's right up the road. Is I've been say. to Scotland. I've been to, I haven't been to Canada, but I've been to Scotland. I, I went to Glasgow. What an interesting city, Glasgow. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of from Glasgow. I'm, I'm about nine miles outside of Glasgow. Oh, then you are yeah. suburbs of Glasgow. From a crazy mad town where people are so scared they won't even... People from Glasgow won't come to my town. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so... What, why? Because it's uh, Glasgow is a very tough city, but the place I come from is the Mad Men, so people stay clear. You mean crazies or, or just angry? Just, just, uh, just wild. A lot of anger and violence. You're kidding. I didn't get that at all when I was in Glasgow. Everybody was No, no Glasgow is uh, a little, little more culture than where i come from 
He's a little outside of Glasgow, he said. Nine, nine miles okay. makes no difference. Jesus, that's oh, not... Oh, uh, believe me, nine miles can make a lot of difference. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love well, it. Maybe it's because I'm from Brooklyn, New York, so I'm not afraid in Glasgow. <laughs> 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 you know, Brooklyn, New York, you got to duck bullets. <laughs> exactly. You, know. you gotta love it. So anyway, first of all, if you guys, if you don't know who Alan Frew is, who is a fantastic solo artist on his own, he's also the lead vocalist and primary songwriter for Glass Tiger, which for me personally, Glass Tiger is like in my top five favorite 80s bands like ever. Wow. Like I think that that I actually got out when I got out of college because I got out of college in 1986 and I I had a roommate and we would like listen to music and we would have to pick cds of what we were going to listen to and the music would play all night you know like because we liked music on when we were sleeping and it was totally straight pl platonic thing but but i pick glass tiger the thin red line every time so like like three three nights a week i would listen to glass tiger over and over for like a year i did that that's one of the best albums that came out in the 80s i think you guys are super talented so i'm excited to have you guys on here rod knows the songs now because we played two of them since we've been on the show Listen, i can explain i'm 77 years old do you know how much music I have listened to in my life? From the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I mean, every decade I've listened to music. So I forget. I forget. But the minute I heard your song, I knew who you were. You gotta love it. I love it. You know. I love it. Oh, that's good. The lighting's good too. Yeah. So, so here we have Alan Frew, you guys. Uh, so first of all, I want to know because you guys are still making music. You're still making music as a solo artist. Uh, I read in the bio that you sent that you guys, as Glass Tiger, have a new album coming out in 2018. And on Twitter, if you guys follow Alan Frew on Twitter, you can see all his stuff that he's got going on. Like you guys have been playing shows lately, also a lot because I see a lot of little video clips. Yeah, we just um, we started in March. And uh, we basically played pretty much all over Canada. Uh, and we ended up last Saturday night in a sold-out show in Montreal. And if you've never been in Montreal, uh, I, I highly recommend it. And the French Canadians, they just, they're just so artistic. They love their music. And uh, they sang every song. And it was a perfect, perfect show to end uh, the year. I love it. So, like, what was it like that? How is it then compared to now? Because now you're like touring and playing shows now. It's, you know, a couple years later uh, from when you guys first hit it and blew it up hugely. Like, mm -hmm. is it a lot different because everybody's a little bit older? Is it still as much fun? Yeah, it's absolutely still as much fun. In many ways, maybe even more so because uh, when it exploded, you know, things were really crazy. It was, you know, People sleeping out in your garden and gate crashing your home, <laughs> and you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere. Now everybody's grown up, and uh, you know we're a lot more mature. And so we come out. The band is playing kick-ass. My voice is still top-notch. I'm still singing in all the same keys, and the the fans are older, and um, you know they like to get to meet you and get together with you, but it's usually a hug and a handshake and, uh, you know, everybody telling each other stories of the past and, and then you move on. So, um, so they're uh, not stalking you. <laughs> they're no. not like stalking you or sleeping on your front door or like attacking hotel rooms. <laughs> no, hopefully those days are long behind us. I love it. I think it's like fantastic. Now let's get back to Canada. I've been to Edmonton, Banff, Montreal, 
my ex-wife, my deceased wife, she was uh, born in, um, oh, shit, uh, Canada. Where the hell was it? On Ontario. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm in Ontario. Toronto. So we used to go all over Canada. I have to tell you, Canada is a beautiful country. It certainly is. I mean, absolutely. The, the scenery, the mountains, the greenery, the waterfalls. That yeah. Banff. Banff is yeah. heaven. I mean, Banff is the closest thing to heaven. Yeah. The only place I haven't been to is the west coast of Canada, which is Vancouver. I have never been to Vancouver. Well, that should be on your bucket list because oh, Vancouver, and especially Vancouver Island, and some yeah. of the smaller smaller islands like Salt Spring Island, just yeah. magnificent. Well, we're moving to back to Palm Springs, so we'll be on the west coast, and we take long drives, so we're going to drive up to Vancouver. Okay. Never seen I've never been to Canada. He's never seen the Redlands or any of northern uh, Washington State or any of that. Right, I uh, haven't. I have uh, not. It's a beautiful country. I love it. I can't wait. So, okay, so let's talk about you. First of all, I want to uh, is it okay? I, I want to talk a little bit about, because, like, you've gone through some health stuff lately, and since I'm getting yeah. older and he's getting older, and it's... No, I'm getting younger. Uh, so uh, I, I, I read, I, go go I Googled uh, you, you know, and it said in 2015, after you recorded an album, you had a, uh, you had a stroke. Yes. And then you did, there's a documentary, and the documentary, let's see, I wrote it down, called Live to Tell. It's about you fighting back from stroke to stage. Yes. Um, and I, I, I forgot, it said you were paralyzed all on one side. Yes. Um, uh, I was recording, a, I have a solo album out there called 80 to 90 Rewind, where I recorded songs all recorded from 1980 to 1990 by other artists tears for fears simple minds john Waite, peter gabriel madonna Sinead o'connor yeah <laughs> and uh, yes uh, and tears for fears so anyway um on the last evening uh finishing the vocals up here at my studio uh i i my family were in edmonton and I was supposed to go uh, visit them uh, a couple of days after I finished. And I was all alone. And I went to bed. And when I woke up in the morning, I felt funny. Uh, I felt something wrong with my leg. I thought I'd slept on it wrong. And then it got into my arm. And uh, I, I denied it. I just kept putting it off. And I went golfing with my son. Uh, and on the golf course, I had a little bit of a spasm, and so we ended up going to the hospital, and uh, I had a full-blown stroke uh, happening in the hospital, uh, and I was completely paralyzed on my right side for about three days straight, and then my fingers and toes started to move, and uh, that began the journey of uh, rehab, uh, Wow! back to stage. And you're back to stage because I watch videos that are real recent videos and you're jumping around and doing everything. So, number one, we want to say, you know, thank goodness we're happy you've made a great recovery and you're still able to do what you do because the fans love it. I love it. What they blame the stroke on? Uh, well, I have a history of high blood pressure. Okay, there you go. And it's not because it's not because I'm a big guy. I'm s small and lean, so uh, it was a hereditary for me. Uh, and so I encourage anybody, it doesn't matter. And I was swimming, I played soccer all my life. I just uh, didn't take enough care. I, I was on some medication, got a little lazy with it, and uh, 
a clot happened in my brain. And, uh, they so you had an aneurysm in the brain? Yeah, they, well, it wasn't an aneurysm. That's a, that's a bleed. Mine was oh. more like uh, a blockage. Okay. So you and, had uh, arteriosclerosis? Yes, yes. So, yeah, a little bit of plaque maybe or, or even right. what they call an occlusion, an which occlusion. is where the, where the artery sort of closes right. in on itself. Right. Um, well, that, that, that happens when you grow older. Uh, I've never had a stroke, but I have a family that's died from aneurysms in the brain. Uh, back 300 years, it seems, that everybody died this way on my mother's side. So I went to the doctor to discuss stroke, and he said, at my age, we have multiple strokes every day. Little strokes that heal instantly because it reroutes the electricity in another direction. Right. But... Uh, so the thing is, is to stay with blood thinners and all kinds of stuff. Eat right and keep the. the I read that you eat right now. Like yeah, you, you have to eat right. That's important. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, uh, and I've cut back, you know, a, a couple of beers, and that's me. I'm done. Um, right. You know, you, you 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 have to change it up. You'd be better off drinking vodka than not even vodka. What do they say? I think scotch than beer, because no, seriously, scotch thins the blood. So yeah. Oh, Scott, you ever see some alcoholics that live to be 300 years I, old? My, <laughs> father must have, my father must have had the thinnest blood in mankind. <laughs> <laughs> so so where do people go if they want to see the documentary? Is the documentary like online uh, someplace? We, no, we haven't released it yet. Um, we're doing a little, uh, 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 I guess you could call it a movie premiere here in Toronto. Uh, we're going to, I want it to be a teaching tool. I want it to be something that people can watch. Watch this guy fight his way back, and say I can do that too, and then we can do a Q and A, and and maybe even talk to people about how they can prevent it rather than Love it. happen. One so, thing I think is really cool is how you you made your whole ordeal, um, and the, the the tragedy of all of you how you've made it public to really like use your celebrity and the fact that it happened to you to give back to really like help other people, and I think that's like a really cool thing. Well, thank you. It's just it's just who I am. I've always been. I was uh, I was in uh, medicine before music. Uh, my dream was to be a doctor, and I got as far as being an RN. Uh, and then I wrote, "Don't forget me when I'm gone." But uh, it's in it's just inherent in me to health teach and help. I love it. Okay. Well, you should. I do. Whatever has happened to me, you know, I had uh, two stents put in. So you find out why, and you realize that you eat the wrong foods. Yeah. That's why you get blockage. And, uh, I mean, I almost, I, if I didn't go to the doctor, I would be dead now because I had a 90% clot in my, what is it called? Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Right. And th th another 10%, the, the heart would have blown up and I would have been dead. So luckily I knew the signs, and the signs are fatigue, uh, out of breath, dizzy. Go to a doctor. Because you don't, you don't know what it is. Go. If I didn't go to the doctor and tell him, listen, I want an, an angiogram or whatever the hell it was I had. Um, and he said, yes, we'll do it. And they saved my life. So that I send out to everybody. Take care of yourself. Eat correctly. Absolutely. So then let's go to, okay, so let, you talked about the 
uh, which I didn't get. Like I was thinking 80290, what is that? But I get, it makes sense when you said it, 80 to 90 Rewind. Yes. It's a great, this is a great album, first of all. I got it. Um, you didn't get that? Uh, well, 80 to, yeah, I got it. I know, but if you just see it written, it says 80290. I don't know. I was thinking oh, like 90210. Uh, I don't know. I'm like I retarded. Know, you thought it when was you said it, 80 to 90, 80 to 90 Rewind, I was like, great. This is a really fantastic <laughs> album, you guys. This but is. you know why, Jimmy? Because Rewind is an expression we used in the 70s. I don't think you knew that there would be a rewind. We had these huge tape recorders in those days. You know, and you hit rewind. I know that. And, but yeah, but we, that was what it was. It was like I have three rewinds to do. Well, I I love it. Okay, so first of all, this album is great. Um, first of all, we should also just give you some props, you guys. So Alan Frew and Glass Tiger, they won five Canadian Juno Awards. That's basically like the, the American version of a Grammy, right? Right. Yes, it's the Canadian version of a Grammy, yeah. Okay, right. so you got five Canadian Grammys, five Canadian Classic Awards. You were nominated for a Grammy uh, in the United States, which you should have won. Like, nobody could ever beat you guys. That was like the best album of the year, without a doubt. You should have won. Um, but anyway, you're also the recipient of the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Award in recognition of service to the Canadian Art. Arts, and you got this like solo album that came out a little that came out two years ago, eighty to ninety rewind. Forgot cool. <laughs> it. And it's got a re it's got a remake uh, like a like more of like an acoustic down I don't know like less instrumental version of someday which we're gonna play for everybody in a second. But it's okay. also the two the two other songs that really stuck out the best for me because I listened to all of them and I bought a couple of them and nothing compares to you because I love that song and your version is really really good and I'm a huge John Waite fan and Missing You was also a fucking they're all great but those are like my three standout ones were Someday Missing You and Nothing Compares to You. Um, they were they were my favorites. Um, I'm sure everybody loves all of them. Um, but what I want to do is Chad. Hi Captain you have the someday uh, version off the eighty to ninety rewind album, right? I do. I previewed it, and it's sounding good. All right, uh, this way everybody can too can see how fabulous you sound. You know, it's like thirty years later, and like you sound yeah. just like you did like thirty years ago, Probably which is better. fabulous. I, Maybe how better. Did you manage that. I've sung in my life, not anymore. <laughs> I don't have vocals anymore. I can't do what I used to do. But I guess you're much younger than I. Yeah. So, how old can I ask? Are you? Sixty-one. Still at sixty? Was I singing at sixty-one? Maybe, but you know your vocals do go. Yeah. So that's wonderful that yours have stayed. Yeah, man. It's just uh, you know it's one of the things that stayed with me. Uh, I guess my time will come, but right now uh, I'm just a pub singer. So I I come from uh, uh, the the lineage of singers and uh, the heritage of singers and. Uh, uh, so far, so good. So here's what I want you. To I I understand that Barbara Streisand is having trouble singing. Yeah, well, Bob's is getting up there, right? She hasn't got those highs anymore. She can't hit those high notes. Sad how it happens. It's really sad. I mean, look at Julie Andrews. That's the saddest of all. Yeah. That gorgeous voice due to a bad operation. She can't sing at all. Right. So you're very fortunate. Very and talented. So here's what talented. we're gonna do. Good. Here's what we're gonna Good do. Deal. I want you Good to deal. I want you to introduce the song. It's someday. Chad's got it. We're gonna play it. Hang on. We're gonna let everybody hear how fabulous you sound uh, now, and then we'll let everyone. You're gonna have a new album coming out in in uh, the beginning of the year with Glass Tiger. So everybody's gonna love that too. But you introduce it. We're gonna play it for everybody so they can hear how fabulous it is. All right, guys. Well, this is Alan from Glass Tiger, and this is my uh, solo version of the classic Glass Tiger hit, Someday. That was a good intro. 
When I come home, you telephone and say you're waiting for me. I ask you why, I hear you cry, but you're still waiting for me. I ask you why you tell me lies and say the truth would hurt me. Jimbo, 
All right, everybody, so that was Alan Frew from Glass Tiger, and that is his version of Someday. The Glass Tiger hit off the album 80 to 90 Rewind, and everybody in the chat room freaking like loves Sounds it. Good. Several people say you sound better now, and everybody's saying what a great song it is, which everybody didn't know that already because it was yeah. like a worldwide smash hit. But your version as a solo artist, everybody loves it. Thank you. I do, See that. Think, I do think my voice is, uh, has been a little richer over these last... 10 years than it was uh, when we first started. Which I think is terrific. Well, it's wonderful it's that blessing. your pipes went the right direction. That yeah, yeah, really. Direction. Chad, what did you think? I thought it was beautiful. It was well done. And yeah, like I was just said, uh, it's a blessing that he's kept that, that, nice, uh, that nice voice for over 30 years there. He's 67 also. 61. Oh, 61. I mean, that's, you know, not a kid anymore. I mean, you know, when I was 21, I could sing like like a woman. I mean, I had a voice that went high as a pitch. Now, I go high, I sound like a car engine that needs tuning. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, let's don't. Okay. No, no, I don't sing anymore. <laughs> what are you, crazy? So... So yeah. tell us, tell us some kind of like off the hook, great, cool story about being like a, a rock star who sold millions and millions of like records when you were like in your wild and crazy da guys tell, days. Tell us something that like maybe everybody doesn't know, so it can be like a, a Jimmy Star Show exclusive. Okay, uh, I got in, um, and I've never, I've never told this outside the inner circle. All right, good. We like that. That's what we like. Okay. Um, Back in the day, Tanya Tucker and I uh, became friends, and she had a bit of a crush. And uh, I was in Switzerland touring with Tina Turner. Oh, you're kidding. I love Tina. That's like his favorite. Oh, my God. <laughs> now you got to tell me about Tina. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so the, it was a day off before we came home to Canada, and there was a big country festival happening at the stadium that we had played in for five nights before with Tina. And I was pretty hungover. We'd celebrated the last show with Tina. But my road manager wanted to go to the country festival because he was a fan of some guy called Boxcar Willie. Oh, oh I know that. I know Boxcar. Yeah. Oops. So I, I blurted out that I knew Tanya Tucker and she would get us into the, into the, the show if we wanted to go. So he said, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we went down to the stadium, and uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was headlining. Oh, my. Wow. So I bought, a couple of, I bought a couple of picture discs at Jerry Lee Lewis uh, in, to maybe get Tanya to sign them, get, to get Jerry from Tanya to sign them. So anyway, I asked the big uh, security guy to get me Tanya Tucker, and she came out. And she said, uh, oh, hey, baby, how you doing? And I said, hey, can we come to the show tonight? And she said, yeah, of course. So she went back in and she got some passes. And I said, Tanya, here's, here's a couple of picture discs of Jay Lee. Uh, could you get them, get them signed? And she said, yeah. Uh, but better still, if he's in a good mood, I'll bring you in and you can get them signed. And I said, okay. <laughs> so... We left and we went for dinner, and then I had a bit of a day, sort of ESP kind of a moment, because I'd have stories that Jerry Lee doesn't go like you can never get him on, and you even if he headlines, you better put him on early, or you're never going to get him on. So 
I said to the, my road manager, Joel, let's go now. So we went, and when we when the taxi pulled up outside the, uh, the stadium, we could already hear a uh, hold on, baby, whole lot of shaking going on. <laughs> he's on, he's on. So we go running in, and he's in there. And uh, I got to watch how much I tell you, by the way. <laughs> no, no, we're unscripted, unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, he so, doesn't want, he said they don't want him to know. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> so, so we go in, and I'm side stage, and he's banging on the piano, but there's actually a woman behind the curtain, and she's actually playing the piano. And Jerry's all fucked up. It's really, he's really messed up. And so he only does like one song, and then he goes, you know, good night, Cleveland. And of course, we were in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Joe and I go running around, and they're bringing him towards the dressing room. And it happened to be the dressing room that Glass Tiger used the night before. And as he's coming towards us, I, I couldn't go over how much he looked like Liberace. He was caked in makeup, and he had a smoke jacket on and a silk scarf. So anyway, he's with Tanya and some young, young, young girl and this boxcar willy guy and the biggest bouncer I've ever seen in my life. And he passes by the green room and in the green room there's a cake, a giant cake, <laughs> and it's the size, it's, it's like a guitar. And he breaks away from everybody and he fucking body slams this cake and he slides <laughs> right, right through the cake and falls on the floor on the other side. So they pick him up and they they walk him to the dressing room and slam the door shut. And she opens the door and she says, Alan, five minutes and I'll bring you in. I said, okay. He's in a good mood. <laughs> so we wait, we wait five minutes. Pull the cake we go. Uh, well, the, the big the big bodyguard stands in front of us and he says, where are you going, boy? And Tanya says, Duke, he's with me. So we go in and we're in the dressing room and uh, next bit gets really weird. I don't know if I want to tell it or not. Yes, tell it quick, but we've got two Listen, minutes, so we got to hurry. You don't do a good ending okay, to this. So he jumps up on the couch and he pulls his dick out and he starts pissing everywhere. <laughs> no. And, and, and Joe and I, are, it's like it never happened. And then all of a sudden he jumps down off the couch and he kicks my road manager. He boots him, oh. boots him right in the side of the leg. So I grab him. The Glaswegian comes out of me. So I've got Jerry Lee Lewis by the throat. He's got me by the collar. And we're doing this kind of, and Tanya's saying to me, don't hit him, don't hit him. And I'm thinking to myself, if I hit this guy, I've got to get past that bouncer outside the door. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we just kind of dance around and I push him off and we step outside and we go, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and they all leave in a tour bus. He did one song. She never sung a note. Boxcar Wally never played a note. Tour bus pulls up. Guys get out with shotguns. They jump on and they drive away. And they never played. And Crystal Gale had to do the show for three hours. Wow. Oh, oh shit. And Crystal doesn't have that kind of power. <laughs> and it turns out that they were all pretty screwed up on stuff. And, and you didn't get anything signed either. Well, what did Tina do? Yes, 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 I did. I <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, you got wow. it signed. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, and you got I to know. see his dick, so like it was all oh, cool. Lock that out. We got to go. We got to go. It's four fifty. Oh. So hang on, everybody. Listen, follow Alan Frew on Twitter at Alan Frew. Yeah. When you guys are ready for the CD to come out, we'll bring you back and we'll promote the new CD. We'd love to have you back. I love you to death. The then you tell fab. us the end of that story, and then really? you can tell us Tina yeah. Turner's story. Yeah. Let me come back soon and tell you about the new album. Absolutely. So, Alan, have a Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, enjoy yourself. Love the music. And have a great holiday season. Thanks for Thanks the story. Us. Bye. Bye now. Merry Christmas. All right, everybody. We want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Our guests, Robert Craighead and Alan Frew. We had a blast. Uh, glad you bought the CD that uh, on iTunes, uh, B. Claudia. And we just heard a great story that we've never gotten before. And... Chad, thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody.